Oh God, I did a game. Welcome back to another episode of the Party in the Paddock. Mm-hmm. Jack and Twelve alongside Young Bolts. That's me. Hey, What's up? How we doing? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, 4.30 on a Thursday afternoon in lovely Minneapolis. Um, back for another epi. Short and sweet one today. We got a couple of race recaps from Italy this past weekend. Tour d'Italia. Um, predictions. What's that? The Tour d'Italia. We did yeah. the weekend. Um, we have a special guest again, Commissioner Foley Schmidt, on for a special announcement, and we'll run through some storylines and predictions for next week's races in USA and Canada. I think so. North American tour now, Italian yeah. tour, North. American. I kind of like that yeah. when we do that little little theme to the weekend, you know. Home tour. So, um, Bob's race one, Monza. Uh, Schmidt wins again. Walk me through, uh, walk me through the first race. You know what? Schmidt just is continuing his dominance this season. I think, uh, I don't know. He gets pole, runs it to the end. Not much else you can say. Runs a clean, clean race and, and runs away again. I don't know. Is it the ABS? Is it the assists off? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I think he's just kind of found his groove right now and we'll see what it takes to get him off of it again. Cause we know he has his dry spells. You know, early season three, early season four, you know, uh, losing a constructors, losing a driver's championship seems unlike him after his entry into the league. But we'll see where he goes from there. But uh, his brother Foley looking your teammate, looking back in uh, regular form with a P2 and uh, Rem a P3 kind of usual suspects that we saw from last season. So good to yeah. see. Absolutely. I had uh, I was involved with the only file this week. Uh, myself and Jake Grimish coming down the, the last DRX sec- section in Monza. Uh, Rem had played good defense there. Um, I want it to be known, you know, it wasn't something where I was really trying to go f- and penalize Rem. I, I, I don't know. It, it's up for debate. Um, he said, she said kind of deal, but I ended up crashing, spinning out, cost me a P4, dropped down to P8. I did file, but it was more just to set a precedent moving forward, you know, to look back on examples for the FJIA mm-hmm. to uh, kind of go back and take a look at certain incidents. And I think that's one that will uh, give some clarity to guys down the road. Yeah. I think the league appreciates you being a hero for that and finally knowing you're going to lose. So <laughs> yeah, all heroes uh, don't wear capes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, my, my other note from this race is a big one from Alpine, my boys. Me and Blackie put up a little P5, P7 after I absolutely bend it in quali on the kickflip jump. I just, the whole time I'm practicing, like, don't hit the kickflip, don't get to quali. Just a little 360 big spin, no hands kickflip. Yeah, Alpine Alpine had a had a good showing. Um, I think you guys walked out of there with 28 points. Yeah, one um, Wrapping up that, that top 10 getch um, with my spin just short off rem for a, a podium. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw uh, Ashton Martin's Hafner catapult up into P6, so it's good to see him scoring good points for his team. Um, and then the, the bottom few is uh, Segan and Wheat, so two old teammates fighting for the, the top tens, 10 spots. And then kind of your usual suspects down at the bottom, um, Dane Block, uh, P17, started P19, so two positions gained. That's a, that's a good takeaway there. Hey, let's address this uh, bin of the week from – Montana Popain and Alfa Romeo. <laughs> this was something special. Did you see the clip? 
I did. I did see the clip. Takes, takes the spin off, loses the wing, and then goes tries to go into the pits. And I don't know if he just like thought he was aimed at it or if the wing threw him off or something like that, but he went straight into the pit wall. Yeah, he said he was it messing all. around with the MFD, and then he just got all – he like Ask switched. Backwards. You look in the clip and he like switches and sets like box now or boxes lap. And then he, I don't know if he just looked away, but he goes in and the game like thought he was in the pit lane and it froze him. And then it put him on track and his wheels just like pop off the car in the middle of the track. It was a great little glitch. Yeah. Glitch we'll we'll touch more on that alpha garage later, but yeah, he hate seeing that uh, Montana, yeah. you know, losing really took him out of the race. I think he had a, a DNF from that. Yeah. Um, other notables you had, you had Nash and JP quality five and seven mm-hmm. um, finishing position though was 13 and 14 uh, Nash with eight places lost Peterson was seven um, pre-cut muffin. Another notable guy up in uh, P nines to start dropped six spots. So, um, you know, kind of some usual suspects at the top, but let's, let's run it back to uh, MLS so that second race reverse grid. Yeah. I mean, back to the old story of wheat, race two hero you know if he finds a good place to start i mean what do you what do you start here uh p10 you know if he finds uh in a good uh starting position he usually finds a way to win the race here he, we know he's got pace but he just can't battle dogs are dogs are barking in the back i don't know what they're looking at um but yeah it's uh there it is uh schmidt taking p2 though uh he ran like a super super cautious race he was, you know, we backed off, you know, we're going to talk about, well, we'll talk about it now. Rems, uh, who got, uh, ended up in P8, but he had a triple overtake in the middle there, um, highlight of the week, but, you know, Schmidt kind of backed out of the corner when he was kind of going three wide and it opened the door for Remish to take the inside line on you. And I think it was Tom maybe, or something like that. And then you yeah. battled Rem to the corner, but he just had the right angle because you guys were, you know, in another fight. So. Absolutely. Uh, I, I said it in the Xbox party. I'll say it again now. I won't celebrate that move just because he, I, I was putting too many guys at risk and uh, dangerous dive, you know? Yeah. It's just, it ended up working out, but it could, could have been very, very costly, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Respect that. Uh, I respect um, that opinion. What other, did you already cover a big Ferrari day? Did you touch on that? Um, we have not talked about Ferrari at Imola cause, uh, it was their second home race. And after a disappointing, what you said, disappointing in race one race two was a different story here. Yeah, certainly. Uh, Nasher, Billy Nash guy. I talked highly about the last couple episodes started P seven, found his way to a P three, four spots gained to find a podium, um, with him, Wyatt Schmidt, Wyatt Mullins, wheat, and then his partner, Jake Peterson, um, Started six, ended six. So really good uh, 22 point showing for Ferrari that uh, will kind of keep them in the race with, I believe, Ashton Martin um, kind of in that bottom spot. Yeah, it gets them back in a striking distance for sure, which is what they need. They needed a race like that to really gain some momentum there. Um, would like to, after Paluch there, P4, got to give it to my boy again, Blackie with a, you know, with a, a great, a great P4 there starting from 13, you know, nine places gained from him. Just he, he had a weekend, you know, I just, he's, he's getting better and better. And I love having him as a teammate. I think he's just dialing it in. So got to give him props um, there for carrying my What are your slap. thoughts on Segan? Tough week for Segan's P9 and a P17. I don't know if he ran into some contact, but um, guy with a hot start to the season, 
not uh, not an Italy guy. I know he was he was pretty heavily intoxicated. I think he was at Park Tav watching uh, his his Cyclones play in the Cyclones in the, uh, tournament. But fun anecdote: I've got uh, uh, Gabe Kalsher, uh, player for uh, Iowa State Cyclones basketball team. Uh, got his dog here staying with me. His uh, weird, weird brag. But his uh, cool. his dog is brothers with my dog, so. Cruz, Cruz is hanging out with us for the weekend. So that's the barking you heard earlier. But yeah, go Cyclones. I'm pulling for him. Yes, were I sent them to uh, Yeah, they were in the womb together. Oh. They came out in the freezing cold weather of uh, uh, what uh, South Dakota. You know, what a storyline. I know. Huge, huge. Happy go Cyclones. Go Cyclones. Uh, predictions. I think I went over. No, you went week. one for two. You had the Franz podium, which was a little bit of wishful thinking considering what we've seen from him lately. Um, been asked, yeah. Just been a lot of legal battles for non-factor. that guy. Just no, no focus, non-factor. But you had uh, Ferrari, 30 combined points. Did it one race for you after a tough showing Fucking in Monza, but But good to see from them, like we said earlier, just, just before. Good to see them coming back. I uh, missed on a staying T5. I thought he was going to pull it for Aston Martin. But uh, Blackie got into the top 10 twice, almost got a podium. Super impressed. Can't say enough about that guy. So that's uh, pretty much where we're at. 50% this week. Uh, That brings us to storylines, Bopes. Start us off. I think the first first bullet point I have here, and we we have, doesn't surprise anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, That's uh, Dane Block, continued spiral. Um, you, you look at a, a P17, then he started uh, P3 to f- only finish P19. That's that's got to be one of our next guests we line up just because it's I know Wyatt Schmidt put him on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of uh got onto a what do they call it? Um, not a payment plan, they're in a little driver dispute there. Yeah, it, it's it's if the performance isn't there, I, I would be shocked if there's there's any sort of re-signing in S six. But yeah, I um, I can't see that at this point. I mean, I know uh, why it likes a little project kind of a thing, help a guy out, try and get him to the next level. And they've done it before, and they didn't really find a ton of success. But I think he thought the intentions were there. But now I just don't know where Block's head is at at this point. You, you mentioned like a project. Is this are we are we almost well beyond the point of Make a Wish Foundation here? I What's it wrong? might be at you know thirty one points only in a in a system that you score points every time you race. You should as long as you don't DNF. It's free points, and then if you do struggle, you start at the front. It's it should be, but a minus thirty one, you know, average quality fifteenth, uh, just missing races at the start, just where. I, is it time for hashtag relegate Dane? I don't know. It could be. I, I, it might be time. There's a lot of hungry guys. They're hungry. Dose. They're so hungry yeah. in dose. Um, all right. So that, that that's that's enough of that. We have storyline number two, I think, was more of just kind of an on-the-fly storyline. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Beyer, his absence really detrimental to Haas this week, putting up a goose egg for his team. Luckily, his, his teammate – Wheat found the win in Imola, had a P10 at Monza, so scoring 35, you know, mm-hmm. in himself. Claps to Wheat on a big mm-hmm. week, but Brandon Beyer, um, you know, for, for a constructor that is kind of the, 
well, if you look at the standings, 198 at Williams, 192 at Mercedes, Haas at 178 with Wheat putting the team on his back with 35 points. I think, you know, if, if Bayer shows up and you slot him in there for a P4 and then maybe a P10, heck, you're you're looking at possibly overtaking Mercedes this last week. Yeah, I think, you know, at the beginning of the year, predicting teams, we thought Haas was going to be, you know, a shoe in you know, to really battle you guys at Williams for the constructors with, you know, Brandon Byer, who was always finishing P4 and, and Wheat, uh, you know, showing he's got some pace last year, really wheeling. And I don't know, it's just kind of, they've been a little bit invisible, less consistent than we thought we'd get. And uh, we'll see where they go. So. All right. Uh, Storyline three is we have down that the driver one spot is still up for grabs in the alpha Samantha Romeo garage. Um, Honestly, I, I said it last week, again, today, Montana Popain doesn't have his incident with the pit wall. He's leading his partner in the, the driver's standing. Yeah, I mean, there's six-point separation here. Um, I think another thing to note, you know, while Franz has two fast laps there, uh, you got to get concerns when they're both, you know, minus 18, minus 19 positions this season. I mean, that's, that's a tough look, especially for a team that sometimes finds themselves at the back of the grid. Um, in some races and you're in the front, I, you can't be given up positions like that. You know, I get a bad race in race two, if you've got the advantage, but you can't be losing points like that. And you got to be making them up from the back, at least a few a race, but it's a tough look right now. Statistically. I have, uh, I have another point to bring up, um, kind of, I don't know if it's a storyline or what, but history was made this last weekend. Looking at the all-time driver standing right. list, uh, pre-cut muffin has officially passed Tom Ewing in the wow. all-time driver points list at 49, with Ewing sitting at 42. That's right. That's right. That's uh, an interesting. You know, I think you got to take into account a little bit the new scoring system, really helping the bottom drivers gain some points here. But while pre-cut is gaining. Tom should be gaining as well. So um, I don't know. We got to do, maybe yeah, there's something that, that we go back. Point, but we also got to mention, true. we got to mention Wyatt Schmidt breaking a thousand career points as well. Um, Absolutely. Can't, uh, can't downplay that one either. And I think it's important also to note, uh, we've got the old scoring for the drivers in there too. If it was just regular, uh, all of his points have come in a top 10 finishing spot. So legitimately, whether it's this scoring or the old scoring. Again, the reverse grid, that goes against both of our points. The reverse grid throws kind of a a loop in that. Yeah. Um, But last point is uh, Alpha, or not Alpha Romeo, Uh, Ashton Martin, again, um, nowhere to be found. Can, Can The question is at this point, can both of their drivers put together a solid two race weekend? I mean, they're currently sitting 13 and 14 in the standings. Uh, you know, driver number one, Hackstang at 68 points, Hafner at 66. Um, one surprising note here is that it looks like Hafner isn't quite gunning for the green jacket like he has in past years. I mean, we know he's a two or three time uh, recipient of it um, in a positive standing right now, which is pretty impressive. I got to give him some props for that. But with that happening to be in P14, is a tough look. I mean, they're the lowest two teammates besides Ferrari, who we can see are trending upwards, whereas Aston Martin is definitely on the downslope. 
So I don't know where do these guys finish up bottom 15. Uh, it's just, they thought fifth time was a charm and it's just, it just doesn't seem like call. it's going to be it. It's a tough call. I mean, Hafner at two races missed. Um, I know it's the same case with our boy Swifty, but if, if, you know, if attendance becomes an issue, we got to start looking at sanctions on certain drivers. Yeah. And I think Hafner is one guy that stands out to me. Definitely. I mean, there's a lot of guys who we've talked about, you know, we talked Dane relegation for missing races, struggling is Hafner in that group. I just don't know if the drive and the fire's there anymore. He likes to talk the talk and then doesn't walk the walk a lot of days. So we'll see what happens. So. Okay. Well, that's a good transition point, folks. Let's, let's now welcome on or throw to our, well, I guess we could just welcome on um, Commissioner Foley Schmidt. Foley, welcome to the program. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Really excited to be here. Uh, you always bring the energy. You always bring the noise. It's always a pleasure, man. I'm excited to hear what you have. All I, all I know is that there's an, an announcement to be had. So, look, I'll just I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Take as much time as you need, and we'll talk through it. Yeah, for sure. So, there's two things that I wanted to talk to you guys about today and just – shed some light on uh, hopefully the broader group will, will hear this. The fans will hear this and know that we're uh, really taking things seriously, but two issues have been brought to my attention with uh, a variety of drivers who uh, seem to be offenders of, of many things, uh, but ultimately two situations. One is that when drivers are drivers are getting into sticky situations, say a Rouge at a Belgium or turn one at any track because it's always a shit show. Uh, they're hitting the pause button button and letting the AI do the work. They're letting a AI that uh, JP lobby guy is usually setting at 41 uh, do the work for them around some of the early or tough corners. And it's just something that we can't have in our league. Ultimately these guys are saving themselves from spinning out because uh, they're immediately ghosted. If something happens and uh, also saving themselves a lot of damage. And it's just, you know, a really pussy move. Uh, the other is corner cutting. And we've seen, uh, I've been called, he's been called Franz's spin. He's been called uh, Mux's spin. He's been called a lot of names. And I think right now they're all warranted, uh, given that we watched him on 18 laps, I think cut the corner 14 times in the same place. Uh, and really taking a big chunk out of that corner, which is uh, gaining them a lot of time over an 18-lap race. Um, you know, a lot of guys have been sending out articles about things like uh, the shopping cart theory, which essentially states, you know, there's no rules about whether or not you return your shopping cart after loading your groceries into the back of the car. Uh, it's really up to the type of person that you ultimately are on the inside, which determines whether you feel you know, for the good of other people that you return that card, or if you make it someone's life, you know, fucking terrible because they got to walk around a 200,000 square foot parking lot and pick up people's carts. And uh, it seems like some of these guys in the league right now are people that just don't really care about the good of the sport. Uh, they're cheaters. And uh, ultimately it's hurting, I think, the quality of the league and the quality of the league's name in, in the public forum. Wow. Uh, I was not under the impression that guys were, were going on pause. Was there, who brought that to your attention or what was the backstory on that? I actually came from a text from Buckstone uh, who wanted me to review some clips 
that he had seen in the uh, around the paddock uh, on the various 82 inch screens that you know we keep at the Formula One paddock. Super nice paddock, by the way. Super sick. Always hot chicks serving drinks, and I've never Hell been. Yeah. I've actually never been served Zin on a platter before. Um, you know, usually title they sponsor. reserve that stuff for you know hors d'oeuvres, rock bag, whatever it may be on the platter, but definitely not the Zin. So uh, that was really cool. But saw the footage. And, uh, you know, in the future here, there might be some social media announcements about some penalties or sanctions uh, placed on drivers who are hitting pause or cutting the corner too many times. Is, is that something we're able to elaborate on right now or we wait for the, the formal announcement? Uh, we're going to wait for a formal announcement on the pausing. Uh, it's something that we're paying attention to. I'd like to see, you know, one more week of footage. And on the corner cutting, Brian Franz has been under investigation. Ultimately, the FJIA has cleared him from a penalty for this specific race, but he will be under review and corner cutting will be taken very seriously moving forward. Uh, just to make sure that we don't have an Abu Dhabi, Michael Massey situation, uh, you know, altering results and, and really fucking things up for the fans. Yeah, I think it's an important issue to take seriously here. Um, do you guys have any initial plans for how you uh, plan on, you know, assessing penalties for stuff like that? Or is that still all in deliberation? Yeah, for sure. I think the first time it's going to be a serious time penalty. This is not something that I'm open to discussion with the FJIA on. I'm going to make a hard and fast ruling on what that time penalty will be. And the second corner cutting penalty will ultimately be uh, resulting in a future race ban. Uh no appeal, no nothing. Got to take a hard stance here. I like it. I like it. There's no room for people like cheating Brian Franz in this league. And, and if it's conduct that you can't kind of look in the mirror on and make adjustments yourself, I think that I think you're absolutely right. And I think you, uh, um, that's a good decision. You, you look at guys like Sev who have joined the league. You log on to drop into, you know, Caldera on a Tuesday or Wednesday. You look at who's online. This guy's online, just grinding the sticks, driving the right way. He's doing it the right driving, way, the right way, the proper and way. He's spirit he's, of the wand. He's getting some results, but he's not getting great results yet. But he's working towards the results. And then you got guys who have unbelievable talent, like Brian Franz. We saw him in season three become an absolute beast at the end of the season. It didn't really carry it over too much into season four, but still had a good season. And now season five, I mean, the guy can't finish a race in the top five or six if he doesn't start from the top five or six because he either qualified there or he crashed in the first race so he's automatically there and you just hate to see a guy like that continue to get points and more points than he should because he's cutting the corners the guys that cut the corners in life they never win and you're seeing the same thing in the league right it's a good lesson for all of our drivers never cut the corners do it the right way and you'll always get the results it's disgusting um Quality's on medium tires and he's P7, P8, I think it was at Monza. And it's like, okay. So that's you, know, you know, it's only Anyways, one stop now, right? We'll put that to bed fully. What's the, what's the second part of this uh, announcement you got? Yeah. So after, uh, after everything that happened in Ukraine, after a review of the Russian government, oligarchs and Putin, we decided to cancel the race in Russia and we wanted to do something exciting to replace that. So I don't know where that replacement is right now, but we're about to figure it out uh, right now. So what I have in front of me 
is I have a number generator, random number generator on Google. I also have the Formula One standings in front of me. And I'm going to generate a random number from one to 20, whatever place is associated with that number on the current Formula One standings is going to get a phone call. We're going to call that person. We're going to ask them what their favorite track is out of all of the tracks that we race in Formula One. And that track will be replaced with the Russian Grand or Russian Grand Prix will be replaced with that track. Wow. So like, I'm going to go live ahead. On live on pit. So oh I'm going to go ahead right now. I'm going to share my screen. If you guys will let me. Yeah. Bobs, I think you're the host. If you wouldn't mind the. Just enabling the, the share screen function here, Bobs. Bobs, would you mind? Yeah, my, our, my dogs are going nuts over here. So I'm muted, but don't worry about it. Just send the thing. All right. Sounds good. I'm going gonna... to so. click. I'm going to click generate here. Wow. Don't tell me it was Wyatt. The number is 19, and the driver is Dane Block. Oh, my God. You could probably He's send for sure him picking the, the He's Zoom for sure link. picking up. Just invite him. Oh, here we go. Get him on the line. Hi, Dane. This is uh, Young Faller 23. I'm live with Jock and 12 and Young Gropre here on PIP. And uh, we had a question for you. Single answer only. We can catch up personally later. Just need to know the answer to this question. And if these guys have any. Who says I want to catch up with you personally? Okay, that's fine. We don't have to do that. That's that's good. I mean, I would not want to catch up with the guy that left Mercedes because he scored too many points and came in and gave your performance. Anyways, let's chat about this. Dane, out of every track available in Formula One's video game, what is your favorite track to race? Hmm. Um, I've always really, really liked Bahrain um, for whatever reason. Um, I think I scored like my first ever point for at Bahrain, so maybe it's, uh, it's a little bit sentimental uh, to me. But um, I, I would say probably Bahrain, like tight corners. Oh, perfect, Dane. Actually, Toto's calling me. He probably wants to replace you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Let's go! Oh, Bahrain! Here we go! Here we go! Hopefully, Montana doesn't ram my PP again. So, interestingly enough, Montana. 2021 Formula One season, did they race Bahrain twice? They, uh, yeah, secure. Well, they did outer track, but yeah, right. And so, Formula One will be making its return to Bahrain, which was the first race of the season, always intentionally, because it seems that even when we drew random, it was always Bahrain for the first or second race of the season, somehow. What's the pairing? What's the pairing with uh, Bahrain here then? Uh, one second while I pull up my Formula One handbook, which should always be available in front of the every driver of it all the time. Well, I was just gonna say, I mean, I can pull it up right here too. I just have some tabs I, open right now. 
P Hub get ready to X hamster. Wow, CSS. that is massive news. Uh, massive. Up. I couldn't be more excited. There it is. Uh, it's within <laughs> Singapore. <laughs> wow. Exciting. What's, the, what's first and what's the second? Bahrain will be first. Singapore will be second. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Out for the slams. Imagine, imagine fighting from the back. But uh, that's all I have for you guys. Do you guys have any other uh, questions? That's it. I think things are addressed. I mean, those are the big hot topics of the league right now. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, excited that, you know, that, that whole process is over. We got Bahrain back to the calendar and hopefully it sets us up well for Singapore. That's good. Also just want to take the time. I want to thank the guys on the FJIA. I want to thank the director of social media. I want to thank Thank the director of stats. And I think this season has been really exciting so far. It's been a lot of fun. I think the format's been great. Not that we should continue it moving forward, but for one season, I think it's provided a lot of excitement and there's a lot of great battles in the standings that are going on early in the season and will definitely continue as we get into the last six or seven weeks here. Definitely. All right. Sounds good. I'll see you in uh, a Thanks Foley. Appreciate it. Appreciate the time. All right. Awesome. Thanks guys. See ya. See ya. Agree more. Thanks, Foley. All right. We'd like to say a big thank you to Foley, all of our guests that come on. Um, Bob's stoked that we can finally move past, move past this entire debacle that was, uh, you know, the situation, the event in Russia that's taking place. And uh, pretty, pretty happy myself with the announcement. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's just one of those situations where you never know what you're going to get in this league. And I think the guys are going to love this, this scenario. So. All right. Um, let's move into predictions. Bobs. What do you got? Uh, what do you got in your plate for predictions next week at USA circuit of the Americas and Canada? You know, I, I think uh, there's, there are a couple guys who are uh, usually pretty good at those tracks. Um, I think uh, as we talked about earlier, Ferrari trending up, I know Palooch historically has had a decent time at USA um, I think we're going to see him up in the top five again. I think that's a, a place where he can really thrive. So I got Palooch in the top five. Okay. Okay. I like that one. I'm going to, I'm going to ride the hot hand here and I'm going to say Azamat. Mm-hmm. Bugtov will be over 23 and a half points on the weekend. Mm-hmm. Riding the hot hand, kind of a sucker pick, but I like it. No, I think that's good. I think that's kind of what I was doing too. Um, it's hard to say, um, but one guy that has really, uh, you know, been impressing me with his under the radar consistency has been Gatch. And I know I've gone to him before for some predictions, but I think Gatch is going to sneak into a double top 10 situation again and score some big points for his team at AlphaTauri. Well, Hughes may need to be figuring it out. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to call him out. I'm going to call him out here. I'm going to have uh, one of the Ashton Martins on the podium. I don't know which race it'll be, but I'm going to, I'm going to put some pressure on him. Uh, I got either Stang or Hafner on the podium can be either or race either or. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, this podcast does a lot for those guys to really light the fire. So, uh, you know, we've seen it before Hafner really responded when we called him out the first time questioning his attendance and his commitment. So, you know, hopefully it does something. I mean, it's only good for the league. We're just trying to do what's best and hope we can get these guys interested again, but you never know. So 
All right. Good stuff, Bopes. Well, that does it for this week's episode of PIP. Bopes, what, what race is first? I'm not even sure. Canada. Is it Canada. We will see you up in Montreal. In the, in the great, uh, the great white north where <laughs> our brothers from Canada. See ya. See ya. Promise to my mama that I bless her with some grandkids. She spoil them, but till then.